The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to a brand new episode. Name of the episode is Mephisto Confirmed. Uh, hi, it's Carrie. Uh, yes, thank you for uh, listening to our uh, podcast. Of course, uh, you can watch us on our YouTube channel while we record it on most Saturdays. Uh, so go and take a look at that. I think you can watch it, uh, you know, even if it's not live. You can watch us in our homes recording the episode. But, uh, you know, I like to uh, drive and listen to podcasts. So thank you for downloading and listening to, to this, the audio version of the podcast. Uh, we, uh, we all had a good time recording it this time around. Yes. Uh, let's see. Um, Got to remind you that, uh, well, let's see. The name of the episode is Mephisto Confirmed. Got to remind you about that. Got to remind you about our Patreon, geekshowgotthiscovered.com. It's very affordable. I Almost less affordable than most other shows' Patreons, I'm telling you. If you want to throw a little extra love to us, that's the way to do it. Also want to thank our uh, sponsors for making this recorded version, this audio version, the podcast, available to you for free. Uh, because of their uh, fine sponsorship. I'm talking about the Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection at 2041 East, 3300 South, reminding you if it's worth seeing, it's in a comic book. And also, Live at the Eccles presents Mystery Science Theater 3000 Live, The Time Bubble Tour, turning the cheesiest movie into the funniest thing live on stage. For tickets, visit liveattheeccles.com. Uh, last time they were in town, we all went and had a great time. It's a great show. Um, so, yeah, anyway, here uh, here is the brand new episode. We hope you love it. Mephisto confirmed. Pleased to enjoy. And welcome back, everyone. Hi. Hi. Why, Hi. Hello. Hello. Good to see you all. Ugh, so hungry. <laughs> well, when you leave your food out for yeah. your dog to eat off uh-huh. your table. Uh, you fell for the oldest trick in the book. Where's the dog while the other dog eats your yeah, food? Yeah. Huh? Plan, those I will I will distract him while you <laughs> while you steal the omelet. <laughs> but next week I'm next week next week totally he's you know, he's doing like turkey burgers, so next week. Uh, My you turn. have to disappear. My turn. So, yeah, so like Moose and Tilly got together. And Moose yeah. is like, hey, Tilly, go out, to stare, go out and stare at that bench for a while. <laughs> okay. Just stand and stare at that bench. And I'm going to steal the old fucker's uh, omelet. Mission he accomplished. Pronounced it, he pronounced it omelette. When he yeah, was talking to Moose. Uh, well, the old or, I mean, uh, not the other dog. So, the whole story of Moose is that he... Um, we rescued him from a meth house, basically. And uh, <laughs> when, Jen, when Jen went to get him, uh, it was in uh, over in Rose Park, actually, you know, like by the fair park. And she walks up to this house. Like they advertised on uh, KSL. And so she walks up to this house. Hey, come here, stupid. Anyway. Um, she walks up love. to this house and there's just like dirty diapers and shit all over in the in the lawn. Ooh. 
knocks on the door, and it opens up. And the first thing that happens is little tiny moose comes running out and basically jumps up on her like, take me, you know? And Jen said that everybody in this house were cross-eyed. Everybody. Oh, no. The kids. The mom. And then there was some person just passed out on the couch. Straight up. Just like that was that was me. They were from Florida. No, yeah, no, seriously. It was like like she walked into a portal from Florida. Yeah, and, leave um, him alone. And she didn't really didn't want the dog, but she goes, We're gonna take this poor fucking dog. <laughs> you know, it takes him so anyway. All right. He's he's got a lot of street dog in him and uh, I think he's got a lot of secondhand meth in him too. <laughs> Secondhand, Secondhand meth. meth. Write that yeah. down. All right, write that down. <laughs> it's a country song that played pretty heavily on AM radio when I was. And I'm a kid. sure, like, I'm sure he doesn't. He didn't get fed regularly, so like, he's always like, "All right, I got to get some food while the getting's yeah. good." Right. Uh, he's Shannon Barnson, everybody. There you go. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> quad T. Intros be- yes. Before he's introed, <laughs> it goes backwards. Quad T. Too tall, Tony. Everybody, hi. Hey, I just interrupt people. Check me out on Twitter <laughs> at Quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot. And Lee George Cade, his his grandfather was a pirate of some kind or on a temperance no! board no, or no, something. No, nobody that cool. No, nobody it was that a cool. He was, was a, a tauntaun. tauntaun. That's it. That's all, all I could do. Really, it was. Uh, it was uh, I only interrupt myself. <laughs> Jay is uh, Jay is on assignment, literally. He's and, in army. Yeah, he's. I'm going to army, mother. Um, and Rebecca, <laughs> mother. And Rebecca Frost needs a young person at her home right away uh, to help yes. her. The lovely irony of this is she's the youngest one on the show. I know, oh, right? So, right. Uh, Egg's here. Egg, go help her. <laughs> or Egg, sign on. You know, uh, just sign on in, and, Egg. and join us. Why don't you, Egg? We know you have all the equipment and everything. Send I'll, him a link. I'll, uh, send, I'll send him a link, link. right now. I'll send, send him a link. link. I'll send we'll him get a Egg link. in here. I'll send him a link. We're gonna play. We're gonna. Who wants to play? Who's today's <laughs> surprise contestant? It's Egg Foo. All right. Uh, uh, let's get going here. Um, <laughs> Nothing. I'm just laughing oh. at the irony of life. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Egg can hop on. He'll join us here. Let's uh, begin. We got our first real good look. And what's interesting about this is all of the teaser trailers that we've gotten for Peacemaker in the past have been stuff that you wouldn't be able to play over the speaker at work. You'd have to listen to your headphones. Right. <laughs> we oh, got a full... We got a three-minute trailer this week. Oh, I haven't seen that. That was also that is also safe for work. It was edited down, and you can listen to it at work. Here, here's here's some highlight. What does that mean? Truth is, I'm supposed to be in prison. For what? Superhero stuff. What superhero <laughs> are you? Peacemaker. Get out of here! There's no superhero called Peacemaker. Dude, I'm famous. <laughs> You're a born killer with expertise in every weapon on the human kind. I'm giving you the chance to stay out of prison and work for me. Kill people. Bad people. This is hardcore. You're handler in the field. You're an economist, tech, and tactics. And this is our new recruit, the Debayo. Oh, now see, I, I, I... You don't have to shoot people after I already killed them. Right. 
Who's the guy that's peeking out behind the trash can? Vigilante, he's trying to be helpful. <laughs> Our first target is Senator Roiland Goff. Goff may be traveling with his family. Are you sure those two kids came out of those parents? That's an attractive couple, and that one looks like it came out of them, but the other one looks like a butt baby. A butt baby. Yeah, my older brother told me there's two types of babies, one that comes out normal, and then butt babies. Worse in every way, they come out of a woman's butt. No, I believe that was a butt baby until I was like 14. That explains a lot. There's something about him that's sad. Hey, Dad. I did my sperm go into a Nancy boy like you. No, lately I'm just like a maniac. No! No! That's because we're born killers. What separates us from other killers is we only kill bad people. Usually. Unless there's a mistake. You use being a jerk as a way to push people away. You suck at PowerPoint! But if you just drop that, people actually might like you. First, you have to have quality time with John Cena in just as tidy whities. That well, has to yeah. happen in the trailer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. It's got a lot of action, uh, you know. And uh, he's he's his uh, comedic chops are uh, getting sharpened, and James Gunn can certainly help you with that. Look what he did with uh, Dave Bautista. So. Right. Yeah, I feel like this is the part John Cena was born to play. Could be. Yeah. Looks so good. And it's so funny, you know, because I like in the '90s. That's when he showed up in in the WWE. And in uh, the '90s, he's been in the WWE for that long. Yes. Remember, it's 2021 this year. It's what. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, 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 but he showed up like during like when uh, Stone Cold was there and stuff like that. Hmm. So he's been in there for a bit. And, and when he did show up, what makes me laugh about him being in his underpants in these movies is when he first showed up, his trunks, they purposely made them look like tidy whities Oh, awesome. So it's even no, kind it of an wasn't. inside joke. It wasn't. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. for this, it makes it kind yeah. of like an inside joke. So I remember, like, <laughs> you know, like, Nettie, you know, our, my little friend and stuff. Mm-hmm. We'd have a big, like, wrestling party every Monday. And this asshole shows up. And we, we started calling him Captain Underpants before there was a Captain Underpants. <laughs> the children's book? Yeah. And <laughs> we're just like, who is this asshole? And why is he wearing that, you know? And I hated him so much. And actually, I hated him as John Cena, too. But now I really love him. Uh, <laughs> Carl in the chat room, uh, fact-checking here. John Cena's debut, correct? November 5th, oh. 1999. Slides and in under the, that's in, in the 90s. two months to spare. And, <laughs> fuck and, you guys. And, and <laughs> Tiffany uh, says he's the same age as Stephen Colbert. Isn't that okay. crazy? Which I have. I have so uh, hold on. Am I yeah. wrong that he debuted no, in the nineties? No, no, no. You're te- technically Just like you're right. I, technically, I debuted in the sixties. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, also, we shouldn't forget to introduce our host, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, hi. <laughs> Monday through Friday, six to ten, X ninety six, X ninety six dot com. Hey, Kerry, oh, I, um, I, no. I heard, I heard it again. What? Bill forgot what he ate. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I, I. Also, uh, before we get started, Tiffany Hudson has a correction. Captain Underpants debuted in 1997. There you go. Uh, 
Well, I didn't know that. I wasn't a teacher and shit. I have no fucking kid. Got your pal. Got your pal. Fuck your pal. Let's see. Um, I need my DC fans uh, to to tell me uh, about Metal Men. Oh, Metal Men are interesting. Metal yeah. Men. Yeah. Now I so, did some research, but what what do you got? So well, that, oh look, even yep. Lee knows. Lee's got a Metal Man comic frame oh, right look there. Look at that. Hey, yeah, this, metal, was, this uh, is from the week of my birth. Nice. Oh, Metal Men is a is a group of android type superheroes that are each formed out of a different type of metal and they were i believe created by dr t.o morrow is that right yes uh, <laughs> <Yep>. t.o morrow <laughs> t.o morrow and they and, all have uh, different powers yeah kind of slightly based on whatever their metal is you have platinum which is the the hot one uh you got iron which is the strong one okay let's uh, see how you do yeah, gold. Tins, tin, tins the jokey one. Oh, he's he's got him up right there. Yeah, mercury, yeah. gold. Oh, not and lead. Can't forget lead. about lead. Lead, po- lead poisons the water. There's a lady. Lead poisons yeah. water. Lead just Tina. poisons water. Tina, yeah. that's tin with an A. So. Oh, there you yeah. go. Okay, well, uh, this project has been kicking around Hollywood for quite a while. Uh, apparently... Um, Back in the 1990s uh, and the 2000s with Warners, uh, trying to get it made at various points. Uh, at one point, X-Men producer Laura Schuler Donner was attached to make it happen. Jeff Johns, Barry Sonnenfeld wanted to do a Metal Men project. But uh, now we have animation legends Ron Clements and John Musker. Now, they, uh, they've worked on some movies you may have heard of. Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Princess and the Frog. You may have heard, heard of those. Them. Um, not aware. They, they have teamed up with Celeste Ballard, who now don't hold this against her, was a writer who worked on Space Jam: A New Legacy. Uh, oh no! Nope. Done. No wait, Ooh. wait. Let me let me bring in more of the of the okay. <laughs> of the resumes here. Mephisto uh, confirmed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Craig Peck is producing. Allison Abate, former producer of The Iron Giant and The Corpse Bride. Is oh, going to be okay, shepherding okay, the project. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, and the writers are very funny people. So uh, it, it's going to be a comedy, probably comedy action. You know, think oh, along no the lines. Way, well, there's no hmm? way it couldn't be. Yeah, it's got to be a comedy because the characters are just like stupid. Their personalities are like extreme versions of each kind of personality. That well, they have, like each. The the research whatever. I did was uh, they debuted in 1962. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, the concept Which was is a brilliant. Sixties was a brilliant scientist, William Man- Magnus, not Tom. Doc, Doc oh, Magnus. Oh, William Doc Magnus. Magnus. That's yeah. right. Yeah, you're God right. Damn it. We're suck. so stupid. I suck. Look, uh, he's got a pipe. He's got a pipe. Yep. Yeah, Doc Magnus. Like, Gosh, dang he, it. What, he who looks like T. Bob Dobbs. Is, was T.O. Morrow the one that made Amazo? Yes. Yep. Maybe. It's, I'll and take Red, your word for and, it. And Red Tornado. Uh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the group yep. had its own title in the 60s, then made frequent appearances throughout the DC Universe. Uh, the stories have vacillated in tone from comedic to somber, with the group at times being on the run from the government agents uh, and also being robot assassins. Oh, so, there was a period oh. of time in the late 60s, early 70s, where Metal Men, Doom Patrol, and X-Men were all trying to out-weird each other. To the point where X Men actually have the tagline "the weirdest comic superheroes of all time." It was like they're just like, "Let's get these hippies and their psychedelics involved in our comical books." And, <laughs> and actually, if you go on HBO Max, because they've got every single version of the Batman cartoons, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what was the like really uh, oh the the one where he teamed up with people? Brave and the Bold. Brave and the Bold. Yeah. Um, there's a great episode where he teams up with the metal with man. The, with the metal man. And oh, go cool. check it out, and it's it's hilarious. Now, one of the writers on the script on this show is uh, worked on a, a show I'd like you all to dig up and, and watch because I found it immensely funny. It was it was a comedy on TBS called Wrecked, which is about a group of people whose plane crash on and it's it's a parody of Lost basically, uh, but it was it was very very funny shit. So uh, look look it up if you're looking for something to stream, something to something to try I, out. Hmm? I was wrong because again. I, I can't Amazo. Find Amazo was made by Professor Ivo. Tio Morrow did Red Tornado, like mm-hmm. Lee said, and then you had because right. uh, I'm not a DC fan. Mac Magnus, <laughs> uh, Doc, whatever Doc his Magnus. face is, Doc Magnus. I, I think it's perfect. Animation is the way you have to go for these characters. There's no mm-hmm. way you'd be able to do a live action and have it look good and come in at a reasonable budget. Mm-hmm. Drink. No wait, Lee has to say budget. No, no budget. Says, oh, oh, Andrew Andrew points out that uh, these animators also worked on Princess and the Frog, which is also another good one. Beautifully yeah. uh, animated movie. Indeed. Yes, and they're uh, they're re- they're redoing the uh, the ride at Disneyland to no longer be Splash Mountain. It's going to be Princess and the Frog themed. Right, that works. Why though? Uh, as long as cartoon animals throw me off a cliff, I don't care. That's what'll happen. <laughs> but less. Oh, but wait, with less racial undertones. <laughs> Preferably none. You know, goddamn Disney, they're woke. <laughs> uh, anytime someone says woke, ask them what what does that mean, yeah, and then mean by that? listen to them listen to them try to explain it without sounding racist or homophobic. Right, Good luck. They just like things they might not understand. <laughs> um, now, there's an interesting little article that I found on. Uh, I think it was on io9. The headline reads, HBO spent $30 million on a Game of Thrones prequel that we will never see. <laughs> yeah, I saw this headline I and I'm too. like, wow. It was it's and, just fascinating. And yet there's still no macabre mandelabra. Mm. Still. You could have done it on half the budget. Uh Shit. they uh, could have done, done it on a 30th of the budget. Yeah, it says $1000. It's uh it's a it's a book called Tinderbox, HBO's Ruthless Pursuit of New Frontiers by James Andrew Miller. It revealed that the canceled pilot cost over $30 million. Wow. We didn't, we didn't add an extra zero, $30 million plus for the episode, and it was trashed. Uh, <laughs> former, former chairman of Warner Media, Bob Greenblatt, says in the book, says they had spent over $30 million on the Game of Thrones prequel pilot, was in production when I got there. I saw a cut of it in a few months after I arrived, and I said to uh, the chief content officer, Casey, this just no. doesn't work, and I don't think it delivers on the promise of the original series. He did not disagree, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> and it was a relief to everyone. You know, and it's uh, funny, because like, if I had $30 million to just throw yeah. away, you know what I would do? I would open some shelters for people who no were displaced shit. by That's the pandemic. Like, when, I hear, yeah. when I hear shit like this, I'm like, uh... Yeah. Give it just, to schools. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Just or let out of water. You, know, you think of the yeah. however much they paid for the Snyder Cut and how many people that would have fed. Because, yeah. again, it's not a matter of people not pulling themselves up by their bootstraps. The pandemic actually screwed up a billion lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, no, let's just but, throw $30 million at it. But, Karen, did they, like, did they do that with the original 
yeah. pilot the original, for, uh, for for Game of Thrones. The original yeah. Game of Thrones the, pilot. There's an Probably. entirely there's an entirely different pilot that was shot, and they had to recap and recast and reshoot. Yeah, like I said, it's in this book called Tinderbox: HBO's Ruthless Pursuit of New Frontiers. James Andrew Miller. So, maybe you can hey, but get... if you want a real trip, you can actually find footage of Jean Vieve. Um, Jean Vieve. I can't remember her last name. Uh, the original Catherine Janeway. Oh, um, yes, for yes. Voyager. There's Jeanette Bougeau. Is that her name? Uh, Jean Vieve Bougeau. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. she she was so wispy, so she'd be giving Catherine Janeway's lines. She's like, make it so much difficulty. Instead of, instead of, right, because Kate Mulgrew was basically doing one of the Mars Attacks Martians. Yeah, <laughs> she's uh, she's I'll pulled it back. She's pulled it back quite a bit for Star Trek Prodigy. I've noticed. Yeah. But uh, well, see, I was going to say I've listened to a couple of books that she reads on Audible, mm-hmm. and she's a fantastic narrator. Oh, that really was very much good. Janeway. That wasn't that wasn't uh, Catherine Mulgrew. That was very much her character yeah. of Janeway. She was awesome um, in uh, Orange is the New Black, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, really seasons. good. That's yeah. red. And, and you really then, want uh, to see her amazing, her her Mrs. Columbo back in 1978. <laughs> Shut up, Lee. <laughs> you and I, Lee, are the only ones. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Catherine Hahn. Oh, we love Catherine Hahn, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was, uh, I watched the Drew Barrymore show, so you don't have to. Just oh, so God. You know. Why Thank do you, you. I, watch it? I just, I just watch it. For this show. Had, <laughs> I just watch it to see how early on she's going to just start crying because it's like usually at the seven or eight minute mark. I I watch it for research for this for this yep. thing here. You don't yep. watch that show; it's garbage. I heard she was on, and so I, you know, it's garbage. Yeah. Anyway, um, she stated that she hasn't heard anything definitive about Agatha House of Harkness, and specifically, I wish I wish Rebecca were here. Specifically about Mephisto appearing. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a day to have problems oh, with your computer, Rebecca. I know, right? This was primed for you. I didn't I think even today uh-huh. today should be the day that we just dive into all of the conspiracy wacky shit that <laughs> yeah. Rebecca's into and just talk about it ad nauseum. Get it all out of our system so when she when she comes back we never talk about it again. It's, no, no, no. We we talked about that last week, Rebecca. Sorry. It's also it's just so like it's too bad she was, she didn't have some time to prepare. I even have special music for Rebecca now. <laughs> Man, you had it teed up and everything. I know, wow. I was so disappointed she's not gonna be right, here. Right, yeah. Wow. Anyway. Like, here's what and, Catherine and, and she, you know, I can't make my computer work. <laughs> here's what Catherine Hahn said. I didn't even know the title of the show until it was released to the public. They keep it so tight. I keep hearing about Mephisto. I have no idea that it was a big thing during WandaVision. I think right now anything is possible at Marvel, but I've never heard anything definitive about it at all. I'll say to deflect that it is that there is something that does feel so badass to be playing. We think of a witch and you think of a woman who is loud, who is mysterious, who is dangerous because she's complicated and she's misunderstood. All that stuff is a turn on to me as a performer to sink my teeth into. Now this, this correlates with a story that also resurfaced this week about uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, and the and the actor who Mephisto plays Mephisto confirmed. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Mephisto confirmed. Uh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yeah, uh, he was he's being interviewed because he's got this other project out, and the, and because Spider Man is coming around, and he's going to be in the new Spider Man movie as J. Jonah Jameson. He says, "I'll tell you how I found out that I got the role. So I was walking through uh, some offices, and some kid wheeled out from a cubicle, and and pointed at me and said." 
J.K. Simmons, congratulations. And I said, <laughs> thanks, for, for what? And he goes, you're J. Jonah Jameson. And he went, I am? Okay. <laughs> Three hours later, my agent called me. He said, you're J. Jonah Jameson. I said, I know, a kid told me already. A kid Click. told me. <laughs> <laughs> and that was for the first, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? That was for the first, yes. So. Yeah, that is anyway, awesome. There you go. All right, we'll take and a break. I, and we'll, huh? I also read that he had to fight to uh, have the iconic mustache. Why would you not? I, I would think no. Sam well, Raimi no, but, would... Because it was... It's no, for the, for the new ones. Oh, heard. well, you need that. Of course yeah, you Yeah, it's J. Jonah Jameson's thing. You and know, that, you gotta you have know, that. Like, that's like Hitler did so many bad things, right? We can all agree on that. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, that wasn't his mustache, Shannon. But why that wasn't, fuck up? He was he was emulating Charlie up, Chaplin. Why fuck up a, a whole mustache? <laughs> that's, well, the big, yeah, that that's the big problem, <laughs> right? The bigger the bigger question is why did Michael Jordan have it for a while? That's the bigger <laughs> question. After these messages, we'll be right back. Blah blah. Live at the Eccles presents Mystery Science Theater 3000 Live, the Time Bubble Tour. Returning to the Eccles Theater downtown with an all-new production. Join Emily, Megacynthia, GPC, Tom Servo, and Crow T. Robot as they turn the cheesiest movie into the funniest thing live on stage. Tuesday, December 14th at 8 p.m. For tickets, visit liveattheeccles.com. This month, the Nerd Store and Dr. Volts have a lot of amazing events planned for you. First of all, November 20th and 21st, the Nerd Store is having a massive pop-up Funko Pop Shop at the Valley Fair Mall. Saturday the 20th from 11 to 9 p.m., Sunday the 21st from noon to 6 p.m. A Funko Pop event so big they had to have a second shop. And second, shop with either the Nerd Store or Dr. Volts on Black Friday for your chance to win a 70-70-inch television. Black Friday doesn't have to suck, and now you can win stuff. That's the Nerd Store at the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts Comet Connection 2041 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. And we're back. Okay. Uh, Eggfu has joined us. Hello, Eggfu. Hey, everybody. Hi. Guess where he is. Upstairs. Yeah, right about up 10 there. feet away. <laughs> up above. 15 more fill-in engagements. We're putting you on the shirt. Egg, yes. <laughs> Rebecca, you're on notice. Uh, oh. I kid, I kid. Oh, I have music yeah. for Rebecca. I what say, I'm not, yeah. Hey, watch out, Rebecca, because we might have a new pretty lady. <laughs> Egg? Yes. Uh, I'll get a wig. All right. <laughs> Yes, um, because weeks. Rebecca has missed so many episodes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have music for Rebecca. What am I? I'm not getting rid of her. I got, I got conspiracy corner music for Rebecca. What? All right. Uh-huh. Now say something spooky and conspiratorial, egg. It's your chance. Bigfoot's real. Nailed it. That was pretty shitty. Yeah. No. All right. Sorry, Rebecca. Whatever. You're not safe. I think you well, nailed it. This. Uh, if okay. This wait, wait, is either Kingpin hmm? is Mephisto. <laughs> oh, now you're like sounding that. like Rebecca. I like that. Uh, here we go. This is uh, this is either the greatest thing that will ever happen, or something that you will run away from in terror. This project I'm about to tell you about. Oh God! So, I told you about this. Uh, Renfield is the name of the movie. Oh yeah. Now there, yeah. there are two. I I I I never thought I'd say there are two Dracula projects I'm looking forward to. 
never been a you know big enough fan to, to make that sentence but there are two dracula projects i'm looking forward to the first one is the last uh, last voyage of the demeter which uh, the demeter was the ship that uh, uh, dracula's uh, casket was on that brought him to america uh, and that's england. that's going to be england sorry england and then there's this it's renfield it's uh it's told from the point of view of dracula's assistant Who? renfield yeah, Draclia. Draclia, played by Nicholas Holt, who, mm -hmm. I, you know, and I'm I'm looking forward to this for a couple of reasons. Is one I've been watching um, The Great on Hulu with Nicholas Holt, <laughs> and he's he he can do comedy. He can do comedy, oh, yeah. and then in a moment's oh, yeah. notice, you saw those X Men movies. In a moment's so notice, funny as Beast can go from comedy to scary motherfucker. Yeah, and like, so he is amazing on that show. He really is. So, so, so he's he's Renfield, and uh, we've also cast uh, Aquafina coming off of Shang Chi is going to be on it, and she's going to be Renfield's friend, you know, sassy oh, friend, I guess. I don't know. That uh, is that her job, just to be people's sassy friend. The sassy sure friend seems like it. Um, but now they've ca they've cast Dracula. Who's Draclia? Now, before I tell you, I let, me just, I let me just Scarlett say... Scarlett Johansson again. <laughs> again. <laughs> let me just say that the the project, Renfield, is going to explore the abusive relationship that Renfield and Dracula have. Because it's not healthy, is it, at all? I was not no. excited for this movie until I saw this news. Until you saw the... Well, Dra huh? Who's there, Dracula? Well, there's, a, there's a scene in yeah. the Dracula book where, like, Renfield made Dracula a quiche and he had, he had spent all day on it and he worked on it really hard and he had like this full presentation and got this expensive wine and Dracula didn't even show up. He just ghosted him. Was it a blueberry quiche? Um, <laughs> Whoa! That's, that's, <laughs> that's a pie. That's a pie. <laughs> uh, so they've cast Dracula for this. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. All right. Yeah. Oh, well, there yeah. we go. Spot with this yeah. right there. <laughs> just gonna drop that right there for you and let you examine that for a minute. Great. Well, he's already he's already done the research. Well, he's already got his hair dyed too. Now well, my, it, it, like, he's my... done the research in uh, Vampire's Kiss. I forgot. Of course, he, well, so, he's been in so many goddamn movies. He's know, played nearly, like, you know. It, people everything. listening to this show, if you have never seen a movie called Vampire's Kiss, <laughs> starring Mister Nicholas Cage, uh. He's always been crazy. Go and watch this. <laughs> he's like a guy that thinks he's a vampire. Oh, he's not a vampire in, no. the, in the movie? Oh, well, okay. He, but he thinks he is. I never saw it. So it just sounds know. like something Nicolas Cage would do in real life. I mean. I, I'm pretty sure uh, Lee and I watched it together at least 12 times. This is a, it says here it's a, it takes, it takes a look at the toxic and codependent relationship uh, of Renfield and Dracula, bringing it into a modern day setting in an adventure story with a comedic tone. Modern um, day. Uh, I'm out now. Now I'm out. Ryan Ridley, yeah. uh, who wrote on Ghosted and Rick and Morty, uh, penned the script. Uh, oh, based, maybe I'm back in. Based on a story outlined from uh, Robert Kirkman. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, geez, well. Okay, fine. And I mean, it's. And it's directed by the guy who gave us the Lego Batman movie, Chris McKay. So God, you know what? I'm gonna it. call it now. This this movie's <laughs> gonna have the walking farts. Oh, one of my favorite gags. The walk. <laughs> what? Every step's a new fart. 
and fart every yep. step. Yeah, so it's gonna have the walking farts all the way through. Uh-huh. It. It's gonna yep. <laughs> just like from the labyrinth and the bog of eternal stench. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What's happening? <laughs> I don't know. We uh, need the woman. Where's we the, need woman? the woman? <laughs> Where is the female? Where's um, our balance? <laughs> Uh, uh, so this uh, Secret Invasion TV series that they're making for uh, for Disney Plus about the the Nick Fury and you know the uh, the green shape shifting aliens the uh, the Skrulls the Skrulls mm. uh, they we're getting more more and more of the cast uh, is showing up uh, Maria Hill is going to be in it Colby Smulders I like is joining the cast I like her cool. too she's Nick Fury's right hand woman of course she's a Skrull. Um, you think? I don't know. Spoilers. So you got Sam Jackson as Nick Fury. You got Ben Mendelsohn coming on as Talos. You got I, God. New... He was great, right? Mm-hmm. He was. Yeah. You've got Oscar winner Olivia Coleman, who is great, joining who, this show. Who's that? She's a British actress. Doesn't okay. say who she's playing. Uh, Amelia Clark is in it. Mephisto. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Christopher oh. McDonald, Killian Scott, Kingsley Benadir. Uh, it's 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 shaping up nicely. A hell of a yeah. cast. So throw some of them Agents of Shield in there. Yeah, M- maybe oh that's my gosh. give, uh, give me give it. me some of them daisies. That yes. would be interesting. And Agent uh, Mays. Oh, Agent May, please. Yeah. Oh. Uh, why not? Ming mm. All that mm. shits. All that shits unoptioned now. So anybody can they the, can use it. And it's all out, back in the two. They're out in the space two scientists. Too. I love those. I love those two that I can't the sci- remember their names. The, the two scientists. Yeah, Fritz, Fritz, Fitz and Simmons. Fitz and Simmons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're all they're all unoptioned by ABC Network now, so that can all be used for MCU stuff, yeah. which we'll talk there. about in a deep dive later about some other things that are unoptioned. Yeah, yeah, and some Coulson, like Tiffany says. Some yeah, get some Coulson in there. That'd be nice. Oh no, he died, didn't he? Anyway, I don't know. All right, no, he uh, flew away in his new Lola. Yeah, no, that's right. Uh, and more casting with this uh, Ahsoka Tano TV series mm. uh, coming up. Ivana Sakno from Pacific Rim Uprising. What's that? Has been cast opposite. I, huh? There was another Pacific Rim movie. Was that the anime no. one? You guys, I, I heard there's remember one. we don't talk about that around Lee. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Yeah, I thought that was Highlander two. We don't talk about around Lee. Highlander well, what? No, no, exactly. Stop it. <laughs> or was it Blues Brothers two thousand? We don't talk what? about about. No, stop Harry. it. What? Which, Stop which, it! Which right. ones? Oh, I can't remember. But uh, this actress has been cast uh, opposite uh, Rosario Dawson and Natasha Liu Bordizo in Ahsoka. <laughs> that's not how that's said. I don't know how it's said. I don't know. <laughs> They're he not saying... Fa- he went oh, no. phonetically. Let him go. Well, what is it then? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know, but you know that I'm, I'm wrong. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just checking. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have, a tw- I, have a, oh. I have a 21-year-old in the house. I, I just felt them say, wrong! Actually, we just both, like, uh, double Bill Allred in him. That's right. Uh, Natasha is playing Sabine Wren. We told you about that last week. Uh-huh. Uh, so- Sakano will play a newly created character, according to sources. Uh, so, Mephisto. Uh, Mephisto, confirmed. <laughs> there confirmed. it is. <laughs> uh, now, she was uh, uh, Sakano... Well, she was in this mysterious robot movie thing. She was in The Spy Who Dumped Me. She was also on that show, the Hulu series High Fidelity, which is another show if you're looking for something to binge. It's only one season, but it was terrific. 
Uh, and she was I am that... looking for something to binge because there's nothing to watch. And she uh, just uh, was also in the reunion uh, just recently. So she will be joining Ahsoka Tano. Also, uh, f- now we've been doing casting. Now we're losing casting. Uh, oh. the, Fury, <laughs> the Fury Road prequel. Never going to happen. It, I'm, I'm not going to say you're wrong, Lee. It, it's <laughs> never going to happen. Sorry, it took, it took him like 40 years to make a sequel to... <laughs> Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> he's 75. He's not making any more movies. Well, I thought he was uh, 85. He's yeah, like 97,000 years old. Yahya Abdul-Mateen II has left mm. uh, the Fury Road prequel. Uh, Dr. Manhattan from HBO's uh, Watchmen. Candyman. Oh, okay. Morpheus, he's Morpheus in The Matrix Resurrections. He's Black Manta, of course. Yeah. Also, but, like, can you explain to me why he's Morpheus now? What? Can't hear you. Now, why is he Morpheus now? I don't get that. Oh, I'll have to watch the movie. Well, I don't know. If you watch the trailer for Matrix uh, Resurrection, is it Resurrection? Yeah. Anyway, um, what they're saying is is that it's essentially it's a, 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 a reboot or a direct sequel to the first one. Mm-hmm. Things things yeah. can change in the Matrix. Okay, all right. Uh, so, it's a computer program, so that makes sense. Yeah. Exactly. Plus, plus uh, he, the, Lawrence Fishburne's old as fuck, right? And then there's that. Okay. <laughs> so he's left the project. Um, Chris Hemsworth's still in it. <laughs> so you know it's going to be made if you got a Hemsworth attached, right? Right. I mean, unless he walks away. But uh, yeah, so uh, now if you, Ridley Scott is out running around doing interviews uh, because he's got this uh, Gucci movie that <sighs> he's done. And listen to just movie? about listen to just about any Ridley Scott interview. He is crazy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. In a in a wonderful yeah. way. In oh, yeah. a wonderful way. I mean. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he don't care. He's Ridley yep. Scott. He doesn't have to put up with any shit, you know. No, he got your money in 1979. He's been fine ever since. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and uh then there's this um this is how I, I mean I I try to stay in the loop on a lot of things, but I completely missed this one. I've seen promos uh for the Chucky TV series. And I thought, good for you, Chucky fans. This is for you. Enjoy. I guess it's doing really well. Well, yeah. Uh, my TV keeps telling me to watch it. Your TV wants you to join a whole bunch of other people, apparently. I, I think yeah. Eddie it's, really likes it. It's apparently pretty popular. And uh, so much so that the Sci-Fi Channel is given a go-ahead for season two. Hmm. of this, and, and I don't oh, think it's it. even done with season one yet, I don't think. I think it's got a couple there left. You go couple of left so they've, yeah. they've greenlit season two already well, sci- sci-fi is just like hey somebody's watching something on us <laughs> since uh, we already finished all of our other good shows here's one it runs on usa and sci-fi they both run the show they announced it was oh. here's some ratings it was one of the top two new cable series for viewers ages 18 to 49 the other one one that we love resident alien with alan tudyk yeah so but here's the thing bit- there's mm-hmm. such huge uh, name recognition with Chucky. For Chucky, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, like, and um, like even little kids, it, it, like third and fourth grade, they know who Chucky is. So it my makes att- sense. Yeah, my attorney Ed Brass loves Chucky. I don't, I don't think he's watching this series, but uh, oh, thank you. Uh, also, uh, let's see. All right. Wait, is Resident mm-hmm. Alien streaming anywhere yet? I I know if I have yeah. cable, I can watch it on demand, but uh, I, I don't think it's know. On, yeah, isn't all their stuff on Hulu? 
Do they throw it on Hulu? Look, if it's not though, I don't know. Look at someone. Look it up if you would. I'm looking. I'm looking. And uh, finally, this before we go to break, uh, TechRadar.com is uh, running down in no particular order, and it's interesting that they didn't do it in order. Whatever. The 50 best arcade games of all time. Yeah, fucking Paperboy better be on there. <laughs> yeah. I only have a partial list. You'd have to go to Tech Radar to find them all. So I pulled the top ones that I that I found. If well, that's Burger the trick, Ta- right? If, if Burger huh? Time isn't on there, I'm gonna fucking tear yeah. apart my whole. Let me house. let me just let me just read a few, and then you can okay. tell me what needs to be on the list. Okay. All right. uh, Donkey Kong. Sure. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1981, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frogger, also from '81. You betcha. And Teena- on mm-hmm. one of the best Seinfeld episodes ever. <laughs> That's true. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 1989. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Okay. okay. You can only get through that game with like 33 bucks worth of quarters. I know, <laughs> right? It was hard. <laughs> um, from 1972, Pong. Oh, well, yeah. It started true. it. Yeah. You know. Uh, from Space Wars. 72. Like, That's like a pity pity ranking you think it's yeah. you think it's in no, there just for feels or yeah, no no that's because. that's like the people that get the oscar for like lifetime achievement award mm-hmm. you i know? think i think not recognizing pong is kind of like that's what i mean saying that buster keaton isn't funny right right it's that's the foundation <laughs> we built everything else off of yeah. yeah you have to uh from 1979 one that i have many fond memories of asteroids yeah mm-hmm. Brad and I, my my best friend in high school, we would we would go at lunchtime. We'd get in his pickup truck and we'd go to the Seven Eleven in Spanish Fork and play Asteroids. That's all we did. Well, we'd get I, a beef beef and bean burrito from the Seven Eleven and play sure. Asteroids. There you go. <laughs> asteroids was really special because it was one of the first that had uh, usage of inertia while you were playing the game. Yes, you could aim the ship and you could stop hitting your thruster and it would continue to move in that direction. Mm-hmm following the the laws of inertia and same with the asteroids and stuff like this that. is this is how nerdy Braden and i were all right the local paper salem where i grew up was too small to have a newspaper but the city next to us the spanish fork press you know so we were in spanish fork high school and they would always run pictures there was something about the photographer at the spanish fork press who insisted that when awards were given that the people presenting and receiving the awards were in the shot and they had to be holding the award each each of them with one hand and then shaking hands right classic so brad and i made a little paper asteroid ship and took a picture of 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 me presenting an asteroid ship to him and we wrote the story and the headline and we mailed it to the spanish fork press to see if they'd print it it was local boy gets extra ships at asteroids (laughs) -uh. did they print it they did not. Oh, God damn it. I'm just, that's just a story to tell you how nerdy I was growing up. All right. I love it. Um, from 1992, X-Men. Remember the X-Men game? Oh, yeah. Man. That was a yeah. great game. Classic. Also, also $32 worth of quarters to finish. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about that X-Men game. That was the, that was the one time that you liked Cyclops. <laughs> yeah, hey! I'm sorry, Liam. It sorry. was made by a team of Japanese people who had no clue who the X-Men were. Right? Really? They were just like given the asses, and they're like, "Okay." Yeah, because Magneto, it's like Magneto shows up with a bunch of Nazis. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> "Was it a get them Cap- my Nazis?" Was it a Capcom or a Konami? Capcom. One of those. Capcom. I think it was Capcom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from 1981, Ms. Pac-Man. Definitely. Okay. Which actually was better than regular Pac-Man, I think. But mm-hmm. I, wasn't uh, it just the same, but with a bow? 
No, nope, the, no. the maps were different. It's a little bit harder. Like okay. A little bit harder, yeah. Uh, from 1994, Sega Rally. Yeah. So I guess a okay. racing game. Racing mm-hmm. game, yeah. I never played those. Those were the first games. ones that like had networked racing cabinets, so you were all yeah. racing against each other. Oh, yeah. There yeah, you yeah. Go. It was a big deal. Oh, racing. Racing. Oh, not what racist. You... Nope. <laughs> well, well, couldn't it even was... see the people in the cars. <laughs> it was the early '90s. Oh, wait, we still have it. Okay, never yeah. mind. Um, 1991 Street Fighter Two. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, it made that whole competitive thing. Yes. Shit. Players I lost. were playing against each other. And original N- the quarters. Yeah, Street Street Fighter on the original NES. I I must have lost a year. Mm-hmm. Well, that and drugs. Now remember, these are these are arcade games, folks. People are weighing in with their favorite, you know, home video games. These Console are games. Yeah, these are arcade. You know, these are what mm. you had to leave your house, you chumps. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, also on the list from 1978, Space Invaders. Oh, oh yeah, which yeah. still still is great. Wait, and have you played the new version where um, you can go like Dave and Buster's or other arcades? And oh, the giant s- version? The giant version yeah. where, where basically you have like a cannon and you're like, uh-huh. it's so fun. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Do you know, I've never finished the first screen of Donkey Kong. What? I've never <laughs> finished it. I've never been able to, I've never been able to get, I've never been able to get past the first screen of Donkey Kong ever. And I've really? tried a hundred million times. Yep. Wow. I've never met anyone. Well, now you have. Wow. I also can't remember the lyrics to anything. There I can help things... you with that. Well, you tried. You tried on the way down to San Diego, and we Did realized I, try... I don't even know all the words to Gilligan's Island theme song. Tried teaching you. I... Yeah. <laughs> I just... uh, my my favorite arcade game, um, and and I I wonder if it's still out there. It was one. It was I'd go down to the Galleria, and I, it was a sit down. And you know, so you're encased in this thing, and it was the Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator. Fuck yeah, I remember that. 1981, <laughs> 1982. What was great about it was because you'd you'd have to turn your ship, you know, and and you had a knob, but the knob was weighted, so that it was like, you you could you could really swing it, and mm-hmm. and that you'd shoot the Klingon ships and, and oh, it wire. Like, it was wireframe. It was just wireframe, yeah. yeah. But it was, uh, but God, that was a fun game. It was the same. I had uh, two that really got me. One was uh, the X-wing flight sim that was like, yes. I don't, I don't remember what it was, but it was all wireframe. But oh, it had yeah, the, the it had Star the, Wars, arcade yeah. Star Wars, yeah. yeah. And I just, I loved that, loved it, loved it, loved it. And then there was a game called Marble Madness that came out in the late eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. with the with the with, with the trackball and yeah. the mazes yeah. and the and the things and the stuff and the horns oh, and yeah. Um, two that I. Uh, well, one, I can't believe that Battlezone was in Battlezone, yeah. Well, it might be. I Like I said, there's That's 50 of them on the list. Because right? I, yeah. I love that game. But uh, in Ely, that's where my you know my grandma Dick lived. Um, <laughs> at the Friar Tucks, this like restaurant, uh, they had a game called Crazy Climber. Do you guys remember Crazy yep. Climber? Yep. Yeah. They, had that, they right? had that. That was the only video game on the Heber Creeper. So every year when my parents made me ride that <laughs> yeah. stupid fucking train, I'd just right. sit there and play Marvel, uh, Crazy Climber. Right, where you're the guy that, and you're climbing a, a building and you had the two uh, joysticks and like birds are shitting on you and stuff. God, oh, yeah, I remember the birds. Slamming, <laughs> slamming their windows down on your face. Yeah, fingers. they're like, hey, fuck you, Crazy Climber. <laughs> Drop, dropping, dropping flower pots on your head. Yeah, what? When, when do we get that movie? That's uh, um, 2024. Yeah. 
I got way into Hmm? Yeah, starring Nicolas Cage, exactly. <laughs> there was one night, for some reason, I was at the uh, the Utah Fun Dome, and oh, for yes. some reason I got way into Police 911 if, by Konami, if you guys ever played that one. Mm-hmm. It was one of the really cool light gun games mm-hmm. that had cameras that tracked your movement. So you could move in real life, and it would move the character on screen to duck behind crates and things like that. Yeah, so yeah! you can take cover when you're getting shot at. Oh, I, yeah, I totally remember that game. It was and so fun. I think I think I threw I can't remember maybe five or five or ten dollars at it. It equated to about half an hour of playing time, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm doing squats basically for half an hour, not realizing I'm doing squats and just enjoying the game. You're, you're I had tricking trouble, me into exercising. Exactly. I had trouble what? walking for the next three days. <laughs> what was that super violent punch like, out? Mortal uh, Kombat? No. Can I finish? Sorry. No, probably not. Hey, don't interrupt me. I never interrupt anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, was, that, was it called like NARC or whatever? Oh, yeah. Oh, NARC was yeah, one, NARC. yeah. Yeah. Where you were like a cop and you're just shooting the shit out of brown people and killing them? Yeah, mm. twin stick shooter. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. All right. Uh, well, uh, after these messages, we'll be right, right, right back. Back. This month, the Nerd Store and Dr. Volts have a lot of amazing events planned for you. First of all, November 20th and 21st, the Nerd Store is having a massive pop-up Funko Pop Shop at the Valley Fair Mall. Saturday the 20th from 11 to 9 p.m., Sunday the 21st from noon to 6 p.m. A Funko Pop event so big they had to have a second shop. And second, shop with either the Nerd Store or Dr. Volts on Black Friday for your chance to win a 70-70-inch television. Black Friday doesn't have to suck, and now you can win stuff. That's the Nerd Store at the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts Comet Connection 2041 East 3300 South in Salt Lake. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. Live at the Eccles presents Mystery Science Theater 3000 Live, the Time Bubble Tour. Returning to the Eccles Theater downtown with an all-new production. Join Emily, Megacynthia, GPC, Tom Servo, and Crow T. Robot as they turn the cheesiest movie into the funniest thing live on stage. Tuesday, December 14th at 8 p.m. For tickets, visit liveattheeccles.com. And we're back. Okay, what have you guys been consuming this week? Who wants to start? list out here oh wait now 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 lee was talking about some show i was dollface right dollface yep i guess i'll go first go first i love dollface dollface is a show that was interrupted by the pandemic so the first season aired like two years ago yeah and the second season doesn't even start until this coming february because pandemic people uh it's kat denning as a girl who was recently broken up with kat denning as a girl who's recently broken up with and uh, she's got a very vivid imagination. So every once in a while, this woman with a cat head, like fully animated cat head, shows up and <laughs> yeah. tells her that she's being stupid. And uh, I love it. It's awesome. But I also love it because it's like just women being cool to other women, which is something we don't see a lot of in shows. So that's a lot of a lot of fun. Masters of the Universe Revelations Part 2. Oh, is um, it out? Oh. It's out. It also includes the greatest joke of all time that Kevin Smith is so proud of himself for sneaking past the folks, not only at Netflix, but at Mattel, when Fisto, staring at the giant illusion of Skeletor, says, oh, I really wanted to fist him. Oh, yeah. But Lee, I didn't know. 
I didn't know it was out. And it's you out. and I both like that show. It's out. Oh, it's 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 a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Foundation with uh, the Ooh. adaptation of the Isaac Asimov series. I'm six this? episodes in. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> I gotta watch. It's it. it's everything I don't like about another science fiction show that I'm not even gonna talk about anymore. Um, the Take that Wheel other of, show. The Wheel of Time adaptation on Amazon. I'm really digging that yeah, too. Uh, yes, that. they've taken justices with the sh- with the books, but it tracks. It's good. Yeah. Um, the Hawkeye series, which I think we'll be doing a deep dive on because oh. Mephisto confirmed. And uh, okay, and then and then here's what happened when I had a fever for three days last week because of my uh, my incredible ulcer. Um, I watched a lot of Great British Bake Off, uh, which, and then at one point I woke up and I had put on Cougar Town. Okay. How'd you go from that to that? That's interesting. Don't know. Autoplay, probably. But my wife and child were mirthlessly making fun of me because Cougar Town's not a great show. But uh, anyway, that's what I watched this week. But Dollface, uh, absolutely worth your time. Here's the thing about the Great British Baking Show is that you uh, mm-hmm. should not watch it when you're sleepy. Because no. the soothing British voice of yeah. old Greg. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I like. <laughs> I'm old Greg. I, I sit there and I watch it and I'm just like, how is Noel on this show? I, how did I, this happen? I love it. The it's holiday the special. I'll watch it. The holiday special just dropped today. So uh, one of my favorite contestants is back this week and uh, she, she made a really beautiful presentation. Looked like a advent calendar filled with pie. I just remember the other night, uh, the last words I heard before I zonked right out were, Stephanie's creme brulee will have a nice sponge and a lady fit, you know, something like that. And I was Ooh, going, yeah. you know, that's, that's some sexy talk right there. Soothing British voice. Just put me yeah. right under. I had a lovely creme brulee yesterday. <laughs> what are you uh, doing do you want... in my waters? Is that... <laughs> Thank you. Mighty boosh, if you're looking. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, Shannon consumed a creme brulee, and what else? Uh, well, actually, I haven't uh, been watching a lot because this week has been chaos. Um, loving Hawkeye, and a, a great little offshoot of that is because of something that happens on that show. I I, I look at Jen and I go, "Did you ever watch uh, Daredevil <laughs> on Netflix?" And, and she, she said, went, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> She said no. So I'm like, well, we're fixing that right now. Yeah. So we yeah. started watching Daredevil uh, season one. I got to like episode four and I'm just sitting there going, holy shit. I forgot how goddamn good this show oh, was. Oh, it's so good. So it's good. some yeah. of the best, you know? Yeah. And um, once again, my big takeaway from that show will always be I never want to get hit by Daredevil or the Kingpin. <laughs> yeah. Um, another uh, cool thing, uh, and I'm going to show it to the people that are watching this, is I was in Sprouts Market <laughs> the other day, uh, yesterday, and I found from uh, Republic of Tea, who makes wonderful teas, mm-hmm. they have Mandalorian tea, huh. right? Which uh, they're like, hey, some idiot will buy these named Shannon found him. But the cool thing is the tins. Okay. And, uh, you can put your weed in here later. <laughs> <laughs> right. So look there, this is the, uh, 
the child. Oh, yeah. Oh, so it's got Baby Yoda on there, yeah. Uh, uh, the green tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, not cheap, I'm going to tell you. But this one was great. Um, this one is called The Legendary Destiny Black Tea. Destiny? They should have said Destiny. But look, it's got... Oh, it's got Luke on it. Oh. It's Luke holding Grogu mm-hmm. and R2-D2. Oh, there you cute go. Seas. So... Now, when you're done drinking all the tea, Shannon, you can go to Michael's and you can get a starter candle making set and you could make those tins into decorative candles that are scented like mysteries of the force. <laughs> what, mm. what that smells like, the mysteries uh, of the force. What is that? There's a little bit of pine in there. Okay. Some sandalwood. And also, um, you guys, if you haven't watched swamp. Joe Parra talks to you, what, fix it because, <laughs> my God, it's the show we need right now. <laughs> uh, who wants to go next? Lee, Egg? Oh, I went. We oh, went you went. That's uh, right. Oh, I meant I meant Tony or Egg. I'm sorry. Yeah, I watched the Tony Venom Two. Oh, like you did. That. It's a terrible Thanks. movie, but it's way funnier than I thought it would be. Like I had exactly. some really good laughs. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm glad they went for comedy. Yeah, I'm yeah. waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting for <laughs> it because it's like twenty dollars to rent now, and I'm waiting for it to come down in price. <laughs> they they nail the comedic aspect that uh, they teased. Well, they did more than tease it in the first one, but but they flesh it out more. Yeah, the, the, the comedy between one. Eddie and Venom is really funny. Yep. Like <laughs> they must I, I don't I, know who they must have had someone writing that dialogue for Venom and then just inserting I, it later. I don't know, but it's I, I, way funnier I've than I thought it would watch, be. I've tried to watch the first one like three times. I haven't. You can skip it. And I it. just hate it. I just hate that first movie. Yeah, oh, you, you didn't you didn't see the first one, Egg? No, no. Oh, okay. I'll, I just randomly watch like, it. Yeah, let's watch it. My sister watch is asking it, watch me questions, with, and I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a watch. You watch it with my youngest, and you'll get a whole other perspective because I like to call that one Zillennial doesn't give a fuck about this property. Yeah, but loves this movie because it's so stupid. It's so <laughs> stupid, but it was really funnier than I expected. And let's see, football, and then on the <laughs> we- all the, all the video game sales last weekend, I picked up a random one, Kingdoms of Amalur. Reckoning, they re-released it. The re-reckoning. The re-reckoning, yeah, yeah. It was like twenty bucks. I'm like, they put a demo out back. This Kaden came out like ten years ago, and yeah. it destroyed the studio that made it. I'm enjoying it. It's kind of, it's pretty fun. I just wanted an open world game with lots of side quests and distract me from it, real world. It was interesting go. when that one came out because it did. It destroyed that studio. Uh, it was pretty well, like. Not yeah. critically acclaimed, but it was well received by the critics. It just didn't sell enough, and it didn't cover its production costs. And welcome, welcome back to Shannon's. Yeah, and, and like the studio was, you know, <laughs> they, they, they were. What was it? They were just like stealing money from the state of Rhode Island. So yeah, they, <laughs> they like had the, well, they had this big. Yeah, they had this big, uh, like a twenty-eight million dollar grant from the state of Rhode Island to develop the game there, and then it just failed. And well, they, they were, declared bankruptcy. They were and Kurt Schilling a, was the owner of the company, and he's like, "It was like him." I put all Bobby my money. Carlin. I put all my money into this company. I don't have any more money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like and him so, and Todd McFarlane. They were working on an MMO as well. And yeah, wow. It just that's what it started out as was yeah. an MMO, and then they moved it to the single player. So it's actually a good game. Yeah, I'm enjoying oh. it. Okay, so it's a little dated uh, graphics wise, but like, yeah, the combat's fun. 
the quest is lots okay. of random side quests. So, Tony, what about you? Uh, let's see. So I still still playing the Halo Infinite can, uh, uh, multiplayer. A lot of fun. If you like Halo multiplayer, it's back, baby. Check it out. <laughs> I still don't think I can play it. Um, pog, it's back yeah. in pog form. In pog form, <laughs> like Alf. Uh, the single player campaign for that game comes out uh, next week as well. If you're interested in that. All right. So, did you guys know that the last season of Brooklyn Nine Nine came out? Yeah. 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 We watched it. <laughs> well, I didn't <laughs> until this week, and we watched it, and it was really, really good. Uh, they touch on, on some of the heavier uh, news topics from last year, from 2020, with uh, you know police-related stuff, and they, I thought they handled it pretty well. And then they had some some episodes that were just so dang funny as well. Classic Brooklyn Nine-Nine stuff. I, I really liked that show. And uh, I, th- I felt like it went out on a on a high note, on a good note. Uh, my wife wanted to watch Red Notice last night, so we watched Red Notice. Uh, You're the only one I like, know who's actually watched that. It's like Venom, too. Yeah. It's got some funny stuff in it, but as a movie, it's it's not great. You know what? <laughs> I I actually saw that last Saturday, and I can honestly say Gal Gadot should not be in things. Oh, wow. I thought she did fine. Oh, yes, she did great because she was actually wedged in between two incredibly charismatic performers. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, that's true. She she doesn't have the she she doesn't really have the charisma of Ryan Reynolds and and Dwayne Johnson. Um, wow. Yeah, but wow, there was a fight scene in that movie between the three of them, mm-hmm. and what my eyes saw was a fight scene between Wonder Woman, Deadpool, and Black Adam, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So it does have some funny stuff in it. I would say if you're really hard up for an action comedy, yeah, it's all right. It's worth it. it it's oh, worth it watching. Was, it was fun because you had like Dwayne Johnson playing Dwayne Johnson. Ryan yeah. Reynolds was playing Ryan Reynolds. And Gal Gadot exactly. was playing a Wonder Woman cardboard cutout. Oh, but man. Does she owe you money or something? I, mean, I don't know. She yeah, really does. She's actually. pretty harsh yeah. on this. I thought, I thought she did all right. And, I made uh, a souffle. She... <laughs> no. I mean, when you compare... To the other two, yeah, she she doesn't have the the uh, charismatic. No, it's, it's actually but... not fair to her. They should have put her in a movie with less talented people. Yeah, oh. but I thought she did fine. Um, and then the other stuff I consumed this week was basically just catching up on things people tell me I need to watch or play. Uh, we're on episode seven of Arcane, and yeah, that's oh tr- that's... boy. That is a cool the, show. The I don't even best, know what that is. The best adaptation, literally, it's a masterpiece of animation and it is. the best adaptation of any video game, anything ever, which is a low it, bar. But it is it is a low bar to cross. But they they like leapt over it with a they they just said fuck all pole. of you all trying right now. It's it's a masterpiece. <laughs> the really animation is. is amazing. So the good. story's amazing. The acting's amazing. It's yep, like it's my just... wife's watched it through several times. It's it's amazing. I'm wow. blown away by it. I love it. And then um, I think I'm about a third of the way through the Guardians of the Galaxy game that oh. uh, Rebecca's been recommending. And that is hey, I recommend top, that queer, t- top <laughs> tier quality. It is so dang good. And I also heard that if you uh, if you unlock some of the secret costumes, they give you mm-hmm. like free Disney Plus. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that. 
Oh, for like a month or something? You get a month of free Disney Plus or something? Oh, I got an email from them right when I when I got it that's like, hey, thanks for buying Guardians of the Galaxy. Here's a free here's a free month of Disney Plus, I think. Oh, really? But, so yeah. uh, so what you're saying is uh, Rebecca's video game machine works. <laughs> but not... <laughs> but not her recording device. Not computer. her recording device. I, uh, I love it, though. It, it, it The graphics are awesome. The... The acting, I mean, it feels it feels like you're playing the movie, but with different characters. The, the writing is really good. The character, the writing is really up, good. And whoever 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 designed Gamora, Gamora's character, they're they must be a butt guy because she had to do a lot of squats. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, look forward to it. Anything else? No, I'm done. All right. That's <laughs> it. Um, I'll just leave it at the butt. Leave it at butt. It's just like, uh, it's, anyway, it's it's crazy. Like I said, I've been watching The Great on, uh, I think it's on Hulu. Yeah. It's on Hulu. I've so, um, I didn't know there was a second season out right now, but I'm going to yeah, watch it because the first season was a, is just amazing. It's just, and, and you know, it's funny. It's a funny show. It's well-written, well-acted, and it tricks you into learning some things. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what's also great about it. Um, the uh, Oh, uh, we're in season four of Star Trek Discovery. Oh, why aren't you watching? Is all I'm saying. Why aren't you of, watching? There's no hours. Uh, I'm I, out of time as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, Carrie, I had to watch. Venom I, I'm going to agree with you. Like <laughs> this season is so like, like like how yeah. is it better? How is it better than the last season? It's and just it, am- it's just amazing. I mean, yeah. uh, it's so far in the future they don't have to worry about canon mm-hmm. or anything like that. So smart. But but um, like the themes, the themes are so. Mm-hmm. Oh. In the future, it's uh, the Romulans and the Vulcans have all come together, and they're like one race, and they call themselves something else that I don't remember. Uh, And uh, it's just interesting, some of the choices that they're making there. It's really good stuff, and boy, she's she's my new favorite captain, period. uh, Carrie, I might be right there with you. She's great. (laughs) And also the stuff that um, happens to Book in the second episode. Yeah. Oh, he's uh, he's having some troubles. Yeah. Uh, but all good actors and oh. well written and just just amazing. Uh, we're know. seeing we're seeing stuff that uh, you know when you, for example, when you when you saw the Trill character in Deep Space Nine, when you saw Dax, mm-hmm. they're taking that even further. Right. Mm-hmm. And Karen, you know? what killed me is, I think it was on the second episode once again. They're walking through the. Uh, uh, they're walking through the ship and a fucking triple rolls by. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a triple that is like a crew member. Oh, yeah. I got to catch yeah. up on this. Yeah. yeah. And it. anyway, it's thoroughly enjoyable. So Star Trek Discovery, I I, I just love it. Um, so the, the new the new season of Squidbillies I've been catching up on. Oh. Now, oh. How is it with Tracy Morgan? That's the reason I bring it up is that they've replaced... You know, early Kyler's voice with Tracy Morgan. It works sixty percent of the time. Hmm. <laughs> I won't lie. There are times when the jokes don't work because it's it's Tracy Morgan and it's not a redneck voice. But I kudos to them for for doing this final so, season. Oh, you know. I, and Carrie, I'm gonna watch it eventually. It's I enjoy it. You and know. you know, like how much I used to love. Un, uh, unknown Henson. Yes. Until he fucking shot his mouth off, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and I love Tracy Morgan too, but I'm just like, <laughs> I, I'm going to watch this eventually. I just don't see it, understand how it would work. It's uh, it works. It does work. Like I said, 60% of the time, that's not a knock. I'm just saying. Do the they rest explain of the... it at all? No, they just kind of make reference to it, you know. Daddy, you sound different. That's, it's it's just like that, you know. Yeah. They don't they don't acknowledge it. They're doing That's more funny. with the other characters as well. Right. So we're yeah. starting to explore the town a bit more, and so that that works. Um, we were talking about Daredevil earlier. Now I've always held that you know because I love that character. I always have. I love yeah. that whole universe. I've always said to people, "Is this? I'd like to read comic books. Where should I start?" I said, "Well, it may not be for you, but I've never had." an unsatisfactory issue of daredevil it always satisfied um and the same with the tv series i've i've held that up as the wow. this is this is the the gold standard for marvel tv series i've always I said even, that i even like the director's cut of the affleck movie Me too. yeah i did too um well and i but, like the original cut too yeah but yeah. um so, so this daredevil tv series i've always said Vincent D'Onofrio is the kingpin. Don't even think mm. of casting anybody else. Just terrific. And yep. I I still recommend it to this day, that series. But I'm going to say this. Hawkeye, we're only three episodes in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hawkeye is now the new gold standard. I'm telling you right now. Wow. It's so goddamn good. It's just everything about this show is just so goddamn good. We're well, only three episodes so in. So much better you know? than I thought. And yes, careful well, of spoilers now. Couple and, of spoilers, but like uh, Carrie, you and I were texting. Mm-hmm. I watched the third episode, I think, three times, mm-hmm. and I'm just like every single episode of that show seems like like a little movie. Mm-hmm. And their Easter the egg quality, game has uh, gone through the roof. Their oh, Easter egg just, game yeah. has gone through the roof. They've they've like they could teach a master class on hiding shit in plain sight now. Yeah, yeah we're we're gonna do a deep dive on it uh, for Patreon. Yeah. Uh, Geek Show got this covered as the link, and we'll do that soon. Uh, I don't know if we'll wait till the series ends or what, but we'll do it soon. Uh, just mm-hmm. so goddamn good. And then finally, I watched the James Bond movie. Oh, uh, oh yeah, no time, no time to die. Oh, I saw, yeah, I saw that a couple weeks ago too. Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, I, I, I wasn't in a hurry to see it. I, you know, yeah, same. I'm, I'm a, I like Bond. I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but, you know, I always have a good time. You yeah, know, I've seen and Daniel all. Craig, in and Daniel Craig to me, yeah, this is my opinion. I think he's the best Bond we've had. People will argue with me, but it's for me, he's the best Bond. Well, he's less abusive feeling than, say, Connor. <laughs> yeah. True. This, uh, this is the final outing for him as James Bond, and it's got everything that you want in a Bond movie in this movie. I mean, the action sequences are amazing. The stunts are amazing. Gadgets in his car. Uh, Rami you know. Malek on bad behavior so he doesn't get a treat. And here's the thing about <laughs> Rami Malek in this role. Yes. They're doing, like, the... the Typical, now this is not bad, what I'm about to say. The typical Bond villain thing, but it works. It really does. He's got a secret island. He's got a plan to kill everybody on the planet. Yeah. He's, you know, he's he's sinister. Bad behavior. Bad behavior. You know, he's got it all going. He's got, you know, <laughs> sc- facial, you know, his face is messed up, you know. It's such a typical Bond villain, but you know what? It worked. It worked for me. <laughs> I really had a good time with this one. I feel like I deserve a treat. 
I've been on good behavior. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and I'll just say this. When, you, when you're watching the show, I want you to, and I, I should have looked up her name. Uh, he teams up with a, uh, a, a spy in Cuba. And I'm, I'm watching her do her spy thing. She should be the next Bond. I'm telling you, she's she was just amazing. So, I couldn't well, I couldn't and, get enough of her. So, you know, like are you her, talking about Anna de Armas, or are you is talking that who about, that is? Uh, or are you talking about uh, Lashana Lynch? Whoever so, he teamed up with in Cuba. Okay, so uh, that's Anna de Armas. She was also in um, the mis the the murder mystery show that he was in. Um, oh, she, she was in that. Oh, she's so knives out. out. She was knives, in knives out. out. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, she was. She, she was she the was, uh, the maid or whatever. She was uh, just great. She showed up yeah. in this cocktail dress and and you know she says I've I, I've been training for three weeks for this mission. You know, yeah, and you yeah, think yeah. She, you think she's she gonna was, fuck up, and but no, man, she, she was awesome. ass. She was yeah, just she was great. awesome. Um, so it, uh, no time to die is what it's called. My question is her name. I like to fuck a lot. <laughs> no, see, here's the thing. That's. Because Lee talked about this, he Bond, he's got a he's got a girl, you know, mm -hmm. uh -huh. and he's in love with a girl, and he's yep. he's not out fucking around, you know. Right. He, you know, all the other Bonds were as like you know he yeah. three different women a movie, you know. And, uh, no, not this Bond. He fell in love with uh, Vesper, and that's it. You know, oh, that's such, such a byproduct of the '60s too. I mean, that was such a whole thing with the swinging '60s. They just wanted to have him just you know laying pipe everywhere he went, and. Yeah. In the books, he did some seduction, but Bond was more of a hatchet man. He was, he was. I mean, Judy Dench says it. I think in the first Daniel Craig movie, you were a blunt instrument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's Bond. It just, but just uh, terrific. Uh, it, so, it's... so, so, like now, I like to fuck a lot. Comes around, and he goes, "No thanks." Yeah, uh, so you're you're also getting the character screwed up. Her name was Ivana. Fuck a lot. <laughs> That was hump a lot. <laughs> she was she was a Russian spy. I guess I don't know. Yeah, anyway. oh. she had a she had a knife bra. It was weird. Hello, uh, my name is. I like the fuck a lot. Hello, <laughs> it's anyway. me. I want the fuck a lot. Uh, just enjoyable. I mean, there's submarines. Yeah. You know, there, it, it's got everything a Bond movie. Submarines. Oh god. Yeah. Oh shit. No, I not, was, not I just was submarines. Not in until no. you, listen you to me. You tell me. You tell me they pull out. No, no, you tell no. me they pull out a dirigible and I'm there. Listen to me. A glider. That turns, that turns into a submarine. Uh, shut no. the fuck mm -hmm. up! I'm right. in. It's a really good Bond in. movie. Just it was all cool. Around. It's all got right. everything you want in a Bond movie. You know? uh, it sounds almost as good as Condor Man. <laughs> well, I mean, that's should be on a, Disney Plus. We'll never know. Should be. Right. Should be. Why are they hiding that from us? I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, it's not what's racist, the conspiracy there, Faggy? Exactly. They They're like, uh, we don't want to uh, ruin Shannon's childhood because he'll exactly. kill us all. <laughs> Uh, games, Tony, go ahead. Yeah, uh, let's see. I think the only thing uh, coming out this week that's probably worth mentioning would be um, the Halo, Halo. Uh, Infinite campaign releases this week. So All that right. one you do have to pay for. The, the multiplayer is free, but you got to buy the campaign unless you are already subscribed to Xbox Game Pass, in which case it comes with your subscription. So I'm going to say something right now. Yes. The day Tony says this week, either and and it's real and it's backed up that Star Citizen or Squadron Forty Two is coming out, I will pick a random person in chat and give them a hundred dollars. <laughs> You'll never have to pay up on that bet. <laughs> <laughs> that game's never gonna have a one point oh full release. I'm, I I included Squadron though. 
<laughs> that game right. could get a release. So maybe, maybe. That gives me somewhere between now and 2042 Inf to get $100 yeah, together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that decides pretty much everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Mr. B, if you would, please. All right, uh, let me get this out of the way because uh, I haven't seen Moose in about six minutes, which means he's <laughs> probably running around the neighborhood. Um, or in your refrigerator making an omelet. Motherfucker. <laughs> so, you guys, you got to watch the ham getting interviewed. He seems really smart, but super fucking crazy. <laughs> 